My next CSI session is with a friend of mine that actually popped in last year when, when he's on a tour and I'm joined by a new uh, other artist that's new for this show and that's Jack Lee. Lads, you're very welcome into the studio. How are you all keeping first of all? Doing well, it's been very yeah. busy. Yeah, yeah, recording an album, doing some gigs. Um, Jack, how was yourself? Not too bad, I just moved back down from Dublin so I, I kind of landed myself here at just the right time where I had two or three things kind of lined up for April and it's been flat out this month but it's just about kind of Making the rest of the summer that same level of uh, of busy. Yeah, but so at least you got like sense moving back to Galway from Dublin. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, what I do is we'll, we'll remind us a bit about yourself, Ian, and tell us uh, how you got into the singing, songwriting, and the whole shebang. Yeah. Um, that look, music runs in my family. It's, it came from my granddad, really. Um, he plays. His brother played. There was always guitar lying around. My nanny and granddad's two uncles played. So. It was inevitable. I was going to get picked up by myself or one of my cousins, or, and it did. Um, I picked it up. He showed me a few chords, um, put it back down because I couldn't get the hang of it. Right. Then I'm pretty sure Hey Yeah by Outcast came out, and that was it. The game changed, and that was it. The guitar was picked up. You never heard someone strum G, C, E minor, and D like you've ever heard that before in your life. But uh, no, that was really it. And then cousin Warren, he got a bass guitar. My other cousin Glenn got drums, and we just. Killed each other for three years in a band, and then, yeah, that was it. That's how we grew. Sounds good. And what about yourself, Jack? Almost the exact same story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my granddad, yeah, my granddad played accordion, and uh, and my uncle would have played a lot of guitar. So we would have we would have grown up. Myself and my brother, that is, grown up in kind of the corners of trad sessions and just watching from that kind of side of things. And then uh, the two of us, me and my younger brother, played as a duo for four or five years, and uh, and now I'm at my own. But it was it was the same kind of inevitable. It was always kind of going in that direction, uh, where music was just a constant, and now it's it's exactly the same. Just keeping it without uh, without as many like influences within the family still playing. But yeah. myself and my brother are still at it here. Like there. I'd be the eldest grandchild, but none of my cousins, by like the three eldest grandchildren, right. are musical whatsoever. That's the oh, same now as myself and my brother. We're the two eldest, like and just yeah. only the two of us are into it, and then the rest. He's not related to me by any chance, is he? I won't comment. I won't dare comment. I get sued if I make some sort of comment. <laughs> I'm being watched. You don't be- believe me. The bailiffs are outside waiting to get me. <laughs> so um, describe your music then, you know, um, for anyone that's just heard you. Oh, well, I'll, I'll, my songs are love songs and it's pop music. What it is. It is what it is. It's pop music, yeah. And Jack? Uh, it'd be more, well... Kind of folk pop, be very heavily influenced by Simon and Garfunkel and the Everly Brothers. Oh, fantastic! Glenn Hansard and the Frames, that kind of vibe. Um, I mean, they're big names to kind of drop, but that's that's the that's uh, the the hope anyway. That's that's the direction I hope I'm kind of going in uh, musically. It's, it's it's good stuff. I like the har- I like harmony based music. Is kind of all of everything I've ever written right. was written for two voices really because it was oh. me and my brother. That's right. Sam so, is uh, your brother. Wasn't Sam, my younger yeah. brother. Yeah. So uh, he's in college in Manute now. So we're not not playing as much. But it was always I remember like the first time we kind of discovered harmony. We're singing uh, some Colgate jingle out in the <laughs> back swing out in the garden. And we we're like, what the hell is it? We we're like, right. Or like uh, Paul Simon, Diamonds and the Soles of Her Shoes, <laughs> went straight into that, and then after that learned guitar or whatever, just flew from there. Like. Yeah, I'm doing this right. album challenge on Facebook, you know, the trend that's there. Like, oh, so yeah, yeah. yeah, day three was the still crazy after all these years. Oh, stop. Simon and Garner, wow. Yeah. Paul Simon, but it was just, that album is just Unreal. amazing. Yeah. yeah, and in fairness, um, I know the the guy Disturbed, he did a great version of Sound of Silence. Silence. Oh. Yeah. 
Man. That was that's chills because I I, re- I found it out that it was in a TV show that I was watching called The Blacklist, and it came on at the very end, and you know like how to do put songs yeah, and credits. Yeah. And Jesus, <laughs> that's how I discovered it. It's but, great, isn't it? But, yeah. Oh my God, it was like unreal. Now you'll never beat the original in my eyes. Yeah, but I just know, but as a I've cover, never heard, who was it? Who was it by the Disturbed. Disturbed, no, you know, the metal band. version. Yeah, no, yeah. Look, look, metal's not for me. It's not my kind of thing. Yeah, it's, it's but still, oh, man, you want to hear this. This, this is this is not. This is like he's not screaming. He's actually singing, and it's yeah. just. Oh yeah, this is kind of like when Extreme came out with more than words, and they were a rock band as well. And it's like Jesus, where this. Yeah, it's, from, it's, um, it's one of those things where you're like, did this guy actually just sing this song? It's more yeah. of that kind yeah, of vibe. Right, like. yeah, yeah. But he really nails it, doesn't he? Oh yeah, definitely. Unreal. Vocal wise, yeah. he, he yeah. really nails Absolute it. Water. I think some people will think he's the original artist before they would believe Simon and Garfunkel is. For anyone <laughs> oh. that's in the younger generation that wouldn't know who Simon is. No more than the Rihanna, Kanye and Paul McCartney Do you remember that Everybody thing? came out going, oh, Kanye's after giving this yeah, call yeah, out yeah, to start. Like, <laughs> <laughs> bad form. So, <laughs> on the lines of your inspirations we're talking about them mm. who, who would be your biggest inspiration Ian? Uh, well I love Stereophonics they're my favourite band growing up right. I nice. think for me he's the best singer in my generation that I've heard right, Okay, and what about you Jack? it has to be The Frames yeah Glenn Hansard and The Frames oh nice yeah 100% so um, yeah, now you do covers in your gigs as well as doing your own yeah. stuff so like which would be your favourite cover to actually go and do um, so and Ian will come um, to you first I know you I love know puzzles. I like putting you on the spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do t- three-hour cover gigs sometimes. I, I don't know. The one that always gets a good reaction is uh, Erasure, A Little Respect. Okay. That's kind of one that goes down well with everybody. It's real sing-along. It's happy. But, but personally, my favourite cover to do is probably Don't Let Me Down by The Beatles. Oh, it's nice. one of my favourite songs. Yeah. So, yeah, I love it. And what about you, Jack? Um, I don't know. I haven't been... I've been I haven't been playing covers in the gigs for a while but I used to love doing uh, Cathy's Clown by the Everly Brothers oh brother. lovely just amazing like the way the two voices split apart and smashed back together yeah, and yeah. it's just it's really really good but that would have been a big one and then anything for a lad that's 21 you know a lot of the old classics <laughs> yeah that's my granddad I, 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 I'm 26 and I thought Jesus Christ I'm getting old knowing all these things <laughs> but like here, here you no. are 21 year old knowing all this yeah no I love I love 60s music the yeah. Hollies as well were another another big one for me the Zombies yeah, of bus stop by the Hollies. Oh, I love bus stop. Yeah, uh, so so simple, so perfect. Like just yeah. was that that so was actually that. the first record my dad ever bought. Seriously, and we still actually have the LP. It's it's damaged, but it, we still I have ha- it. Have to borrow that. Oh, I don't know. You said it's goose. Well, it? it's kind of goose. It, yeah. It'll work, but it depends on. I've been be looking for that. Like I've been really? actually looking for it. It's like a, one of my favourite songs ever. Yeah, I, I'll seek it out because we have loads of old LPs, yeah, and I was yeah. only cleaning out the attic, and we, I found them. We found cassette tapes and all these things. Anyway, yeah. he's an old guy, man. He's an old I go away. Do you know something? Someone I, I was actually uh, chatting to someone the last day and we were on about old computers and you know how the old Windows XP, but then there was before there was Windows thousand and Windows ninety eight. And um I was describing to someone that oh you might get a, a three quarter inch floppy. Yeah. And they thought it was something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I said no it's actually a computer component or a computer it's like a USB stick in the, for the modern day oh, and, and try, yeah I was like trying to explain this and then they thought it was a complete opposite so I said I'm digging a hole here yeah, so I said yeah, I, I, stop, I, would, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't go into it brilliant so <laughs> so um, Ian you're in the studio and you're working on this album that's finally coming out hopefully it's finally coming out it's done it's um, in production mode at the moment we did all the recording we did it all through MIDI Drums, everything through MIDI. Um, 
it was it was a bit crazy because at the start of at the start of recording, yeah, it didn't make sense when you were hearing it when it was all recorded because everything was just all over the place. Okay, so sure. I left it with the producer, and the producer was able to take drum beats, drop them in, take them out. Basically, you just change the whole song around by recording things through MIDI. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. It's definitely the way forward. Yeah, it's, yeah. It that, that was the is. old way, which is probably the best way as well. Well, I, I don't know. I th- I, like a lot of people still go by the traditional way of putting the mic up to an amp and oh, really recording the sound through yeah. the amp. But man, the sounds that you can get from a raw kind of like, but but the sounds you can get from from sound libraries on your stuff. computer, man, yeah. you just not, you can't tell the difference. Yeah, some of them, some of them are mad, but it does mean uh, I guess from from our point of view, it's it's the better option because we're in out and we play the thing once and then we're out. But the That's producers putting in no, twice you, the time. Yeah, well, this is <laughs> like, producers spending. Uh, well paid, or should he get well paid? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I feel sorry for so, that. Your last EP, your last, your last EP was out uh, in 2016, which is mm. keep the tape rolling. Yeah. And the new one that's coming out is the debut album, which is Start As You Mean To Go On. That's right, yeah. Now, tell me about coming up with the name of this, because I loved your first one. I said this to you before. Yeah, yeah. So how did this come about? Um, to be honest, it just got to a point where it was kind of going, oh, look, how long can I keep this music thing going for? You know yeah. what I mean? And then you just come to a point where you've all these songs that you personally love, and you know it's time when to make an album. Okay. You, well, personally, I knew when it was time. Right. Um. And I just did, and the title just seemed so fitting. Just keep going. Start as you mean to go on. Like just, if you're gonna start, don't stop. Really, isn't it? Like, yeah, true. And um, what what would be your favorite song at the moment from it? Um, I don't know. Um, is there one that you got back and you're actually just like truly blown yeah, away? Yeah. Well, well, what we did was we got we got three songs back, um, not fully mixed and not mastered, just kind of to show a couple of people, yeah, honest opinions back and stuff and. Um, there's two tracks from the EP gone on it. Okay. Totally changed up, totally different arrangements. And okay, nice. So it was, it was, it was great to hear that. But I suppose the getaway is the one track that everyone is going. That's oh, the one. That's, that's the yeah. one. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Okay. But I don't want to put my best foot forward first, though. You know. What yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, and see, we'll see how it goes. Everyone's gonna have their own favorite. Well, look, I, I believe, I believe when you're releasing a single, um, sometimes your best song is not your best single. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, for example, when like Noel Gallagher releases second solo album, um, the heat of the moment was the single. Okay. Definitely the best single, but it's by no means the best song on the album. Like, you know what I mean? Right, you yeah. gotta, you gotta fit it in so that's the right time for radio, and you gotta be hitting that chorus before yeah, the forty-second mark, and you gotta be, you know what I mean? So that's why a lot of things to think about when you're actually doing it. Yeah. Okay. Fair and I know a lot of people that when they finish recording, they went shit. Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't yeah. think of that. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? But yeah. Nice. Yeah, and Jack, you're also working on something in the pipeline. Uh yeah. your your EP Vinegar is due for release soon. It is. Well it's um I'm it's it's been a work in progress now since last summer I started working on it and uh the only issue was I moved to Dublin and then like you wouldn't believe how hard it is to get an EP mixed when you're <laughs> sending changes back and forth and okay. emails to a producer, so it's easier to actually be there and in sit in and actually form, do you yeah. know what I mean? But they don't want you um, there, do they? No, see, the guy I'm working with, Pete Duffy, is the guy who produced, who did all the production on it last year. And for the time, for the three months we were in the studio together, it was everything was perfect. And then once we, you know, it's just impossible, like you just to change, like I'll oh, change that one little noise so it's more of a wah instead of a woo. And do you know what I mean? Like it's just it's impossible to actually communicate that in text. So I'm glad to be back here now. I can kind of sit back down with him and hit it back again, and hopefully okay. sometime in the middle of summer. I'll have Chris is going. What's the difference between we and wah? But I know. What you're <laughs> <doing>. <laughs> I, I have an idea. I don't know 100 percent from a musician's point of view, but I have, <laughs> I have an idea. Yeah. 
so, do you think you found your sound yet then with this album, Ian? Um, I don't believe anyone's. It's, I don't believe we're in the day and age where people find a sound anymore. I believe you got to move on and you got to get out of your comfort zone for everything you do, and you've got to bully like, yourself. Yeah, like you, you got to, man. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's 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 in the day and age now where I mean, people's attention spans are just so short like you know okay, what I mean yeah. because it is because if I want any song I can get it in three seconds on my phone like you know it's what I mean it's true yeah, yeah. and then Facebook and Snapchat and like yeah. you just scroll past things it has yeah, a very yeah. short shelf life that's reading, what I mean yeah. like you know what I mean does. so you gotta you gotta stay snappy you gotta keep keep doing the same thing you'll be in the same place I believe yeah, that's what okay. I believe but I mean if you would have asked me last year when I was in here yeah. Like, would you be a synthesizer guy? I said, no way. Like, I'm not really? going near synthesizers. They just don't do it for me. Mm. Yeah. This record's full of them. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it was, mad. Like, well, it was an 80s yeah. thing, really, and they were throwing in everything. Time. Was, it was electric. Like. Well, but, there's a lot of singer, uh, electronic singer-songwriter stuff coming up chart-wise these days where it's people yeah. who are actually sitting down with a piano or a guitar and they're writing a song, and then beyond that, they're actually producing themselves an entire electronic piece you know what I mean and it's, it is it is an interesting uh, trend I, I, when I hear like electronic pop and all this kind of stuff I instantly think of the Pet Shop Boys because they, yeah. they, they kind of invented it really and then uh, to bring it into the current um, day, th- in this day and age we have years and years and they're always doing it but now you have other artists that are kind of mimicking some of this mm. stuff and yeah. chart wise it's, it's gone up and down but then you have the likes of say a, a soundtrack The Greatest Showman yeah. you have three tracks yeah all in the chart all in the chart yeah. and one's a love song I think and I, I, the others are kind of ballads mm. great and movie as well that was oh it is it's fantastic I've seen it three times that's how much of a sad <laughs> I am yeah no, for me I don't know for like sound waves are just uh, I think I had I had envisaged a kind of a big band sound for a long time like while I was playing with my brother but now that I'm playing on my own I'm almost almost want to go to the a complete opposite extreme and get it as simple and as basic as possible okay. and just see what it sounds like as it'll be at a gig just to get that right initially and from there work on you know what I'd mm. like to bring into it further but especially because this will be like this vinegary EP will be the first first proper thing I'm going to stamp my name on do you know I, I yeah, yeah. produced an EP for myself and my brother years ago in my bedroom like, but it was nothing you know, nothing okay. to be admired too much But so you, you know. you, in other words you're still kind of up and down about sound wise yourself yeah you it's, still, it's still just a funny one because like I said I'm, I, almost all of my music is written for two voices and so it's very strange playing I mean for, for any crowd at a gig they don't know what, what you know what's missing, yeah. But yeah. I'm up there, and I'm all I'm, I can hear the, the, t- the other thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. It's just it's a bit. Uh, it would be like listening to Sound of Silence with just one of them. Just you know, yeah, it's not it, quite the same. Feels it's so just, wrong, but yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of right. Very it's, strange. Yeah. And even there was there's certain songs where I where it wouldn't just be that I was singing lead and my brother would sing a harmony, but we'd actually every second line or even on certain songs every second word okay. we'd switch from who was doing lead or okay. or harmony. And so they were they were complex songs as a duo. Ah. But it's very hard to hear them now as this simplified solo piece, you know. But I'm kind of I'm getting familiar with it now, and I'm kind of happy to be gigging as much as I am this month. And well, I think that's the major me. thing. Even when yeah. recording, when I was even when I was doing this album, like I mean, I I I went with a top producer, Ray Trainer, and he's worked okay. with the Coronas, the Scripts. He's yeah. one public, one public. Yeah, like he's, he's he's a top guy, and I mean, all he kept saying every day in his show, he kept saying was, "Look, you have to be happy with this. Mm-hmm. If you're not happy yeah. with it." Nobody else is going to be happy with this it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But then I kind of think to myself, you're never ever going to be 100% happy. Yeah. You'll always be thinking, Because yeah. you grow as well, like within, yeah, exactly. like we were saying before, we started here, like t- three, six months later, no matter what, you're already a different person entirely and all your all of what you're coming out with is completely different. To like this album was, I wrote this album a year ago 
You yeah. know what I mean? Like I had all the songs just after the back to basic story, two or three more songs I think. And <coughs> excuse me, and that was the the album done like. Yeah. And I knew what was going on and what wasn't going on. But since then in a year, I mean I've written nine or ten songs that I really, really like and yeah. I'm just in a different place you're than I was. Firing them out, aren't you? Like, well <laughs> <laughs> I like, yeah. not that everyone else likes, but yeah. that I like. So uh, have you a method for like writing your songs? Because you you seem to fire them out like Um oh, well, I mean like it had a bit of a hectic year and you supported Aslan. What's hectic about that? Uh, <laughs> you know, I did a couple of bi- uh, big things. I did a tour with Mary Coughlin. Um, did Vicar Street with her, and I did a couple of theatre gigs around, yeah. and a couple of gigs with Declan O'Rourke as well, and and recording wise. And I walked down my job after the Back to Basics tour today oh, was really? full time, so that was nice. a bit. Bit that, daring, like you know what I mean. And, and that wasn't nothing to do with me because last time the back to basics tour was in here, they they went skyrocketing, <laughs> and I got I got I, I got blamed for a piss up, which was nothing to do with me. <laughs> no, so like it was it was the songs basically now have come from a place that I was in, and basically how I start writing a song is when something inspires me to do it. Like if I have something in my head that's bothering me, I just write it down. Okay, and songs come from that, like you know what I mean. And that's so, how people relate to songs. That's how I always relate to yeah. songs. So as I said, when I was talking about Stereophonics, their first album, Work Gets Around. Yeah, it was just Kelly Jones sitting at a fruit stall writing about things around them. Mm-hmm. And for okay. me, that's amazing. Like you know what I mean. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's brilliant. Like and that's literally how the first just soaks it in. Like it's just a storytelling. It's great, and that's how I relate to it. That's how. So, yeah. cool. I, d- I just I just get broken up with all the time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I write songs. <laughs> so you're, no, I'm only, uh, you're manic depressive. So. No, fully. It actually goes the other way around an awful lot. Where it's no, not not me breaking up with people, yeah, but, uh, okay. but melody, 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 melody. Because like I said, it was always it was always that I was thinking, okay, I need to do whatever the melody will be, and then I need to work out the harmony. And so it was always just if if I was humming something, then I'm filling it with just random words about this orange cup or whatever the hell, you know. Okay. And then afterwards, fill it back in, and it's usually to do with. See, they're kind of every second one is either to do with something real or something that I'm just kind of putting myself in somebody else's head and trying to dissect from that point of view. But okay, it would be a. Uh, it's always <laughs> five hours. I only discovered the other day that my last phone backup left five hours of voice memos on my mother's laptop <laughs> of, of partially written tunes with just the whingiest lyrics ever like where I haven't quite landed on what the song's going to be yet but it's just filling it with whatever I can and, but that's that's how I do my phone phone vo- voice memos is just packed with like say 15 for every song I've written there's 15 different versions of the song like just but evolving, that's what makes you know? an artist an artist isn't yeah. it? No, that's what makes everyone different is how they do mm. it and what they write about and that's the beauty of it, isn't it? We'll, we'll actually listen to one of your tracks now, Jack, uh, called mm. Anyhow, and this is actually going to be on the EP, isn't it? It is, yeah, that's the plan anyway. Um, yeah. So yeah, this is Jack Lee with Anyhow. Giving to temptation And I answer the call Your voice Like music to my ears Confirms my biggest fear 
hard I try, you're always gonna be the poison off of my eyes. I try to forget you, find others just like you, but they are fewer and far between. I try to to regret you, but I've gotta stop fighting it now. Whether you love me, I'ma love you anyhow. This was the biggest small talk I'd ever had. Get me wrong, it's been a long time, so this is just fine. It's just I miss how we used to cuddle up, talk deep about how the world's all muddled up and sleep side by side. Instead of hello, how have you been? And carefully hinting, I'm missing you. I try to forget you. But they are few and far between I try to, to regret you But I've gotta stop finding it now Whether you love me, I'ma love you anyhow That was Jack Lee with Annie Howe there. So that was a great track. Great to me. Glad you liked it. Very nice. As we said earlier, it is going to be on the EP. And uh, that is Watch This Space. Sometime in the summer, hopefully. So what do you prefer? Do you prefer live in the studio, Jack? Or do you prefer gigging? Because I know you just supported um, David Keenan recently. And and I know you're a fan of an open mic night here and there. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I love my open mics. It's brilliant. Because the amount of other other musicians I've met, through open mics is amazing and, and at the time like before I started doing open mics I never really would have it was more like I'll kill my evening now and I'll go up and play a tune or whatever yeah. and there's always as a musician there's that bit of like oh only get to play one song yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> but, but up in the Roisin Dove in particular there's not even a bit of that because you're just you're so amazed like act after act after act and even like some of the most amazing people are the people who are either nervous or who make a mistake or who do you know what I mean Th- those yeah. kind of things are even I was going to say entertaining, but it's not like, it's not, you know, some Coliseum kind of vibe there. Yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, it's just, it's, you're so involved in every single person that gets up because there's it's an hour real, and a half. It? Yeah, everybody's there just yeah. hanging out beforehand, waiting for the sign-up sheet and everybody gets to know everybody and you go in and you're waiting for every act. You're not, you're not, you know, dragging yourself through yeah, waiting yeah. for your tune. Like you're, you're involved for everybody. It's brilliant. I really like it up there. That's good. So, on uh, that aspect, you prefer live than a live crowd? I definitely prefer live, and it's yeah. only because I'm, I'm so harsh on myself on recorded material. Okay. So it's so it's it's just with live stuff. I kind of I get a lot more into it. I think it is because I grew up around that kind of trad session mm. uh, environment where uh, anything at all could have happened. It wouldn't matter. My, my granddad was 
he was great for he'd, they'd be playing some traditional Irish song and in the middle of it he'd just rolling with some Rolling Stones riff yeah. in the middle of this trad riff or trad session and everybody would look over and go what the hell is yeah. going on and then he goes to this mad 60s medley of tunes and, yeah. do you know so it was that kind of uh, the spontaneity of it that I think I like about gigging okay, cool. you know it's just a lot more organic or something I, I find it very weird when it in the confines of a studio and I'm performing okay. for one guy who's behind the desk and that kind of thing yeah, it freaks yeah. me out a bit but um, but no, I like I like gigging and do you get nervous when you're gigging? I, I always big it up beforehand and uh, I mean no like I, I, I'm obviously nervous everybody gets nervous before yeah, gig, yeah. but but once I'm up there I don't know I don't know what it is I just kind of eyes glaze over chord, like, that's it isn't it yeah like, do you know and like the, the legs will shake for a second but the second you get a note out I think that's all it is as well you're worried about what the first thing you're going to do is going to sound like you know if the first thing goes well then you're winning already like you don't have to worry after that it's just once you get the crowd half on your side you're you're smiling, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're sucking diesel, as they say. Yeah. And what about you, Ian? Uh, so, I, do you get nervous before the gig? Yeah, always, um, always. And as I was saying, I did a couple of theatre gigs, and in theatre gigs, it's not like your pub gig. Everybody is so quiet. Okay. Mm. You know what I mean? Like quiet to the point that when I kick my tune, and you can still hear the guitar tuning, like it's it's yeah. super <laughs> super quiet. Like wow. you know, yeah. that's real respectful. And I did I, I did maybe fifteen of those last summer, and um, first time I did one. Was was Spartan Aslan? Wasn't was the last year? Last year, or the year before, and um, it was probably the most nerve wracking thing I've ever done. Oh, yeah. Even walking out onto the stage was just like yeah. three hundred people sitting in front of you, and they're just yeah. looking at you, like you know what I mean. And, and, and going, they're wondering who you are because obviously they're there to <coughs> they're see there the big ass. Exactly, like you know what I mean. Then you walk out and you disappoint everybody. It's just <laughs> <laughs> and I wouldn't say dis- <laughs> I wouldn't say disappointing now. I'll until until driving them. Driving them to drink, yeah. maybe. <laughs> no, I definitely, I definitely prefer live. Um, it's not often you get a gig that's the same, though. You know, every gig yeah. is different. You know what I mean? Like, I find like if you do ten days in the studio, I can get. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, it, can, and it takes its toll. Like you know what I mean? And it, but I tell you one thing: with the studio, is far more tiring than oh, a gig yeah. is. Oh really? Definitely. Oh man, you'd be well, more tired. You, you studio, don't have yeah. that same adrenaline driving you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, you're in the studio and you. Twenty minutes in between a take, and you're chatting about it and dissecting it down to its core till it's not, you know, yeah, an yeah. uncomfortable level of knowledge yeah. about a line, and then you go back in and do it again, and okay. that kind of vibe. But I don't know. <laughs> Something as well, I think about gigging where it's the, uh, it's it's more. Uh, it's, it sounds kind of uh, self-centered, but that's not what I mean. But the instant gratification of knowing if something went well or not. Because mm. if you release a track, you know, you, you spend the next four months looking and analysing figures and going, oh, yeah, well, does yeah. that mean that it was a good thing to do? And trying Whereas, to get as much feedback as possible. Yeah, course, exactly. Yeah. But in a gig, you're going to, you know, it's the room instant. reacts or, you know, yeah. either way. You know so. what's crazy? Somebody asked me, I was at a gig last week and uh, somebody said to me, why are you releasing an album? And I was like, <laughs> why not? Like, but I couldn't answer. He was like, why yeah. do you write songs? Why do you do this? You know what I mean? Like, if there's only like a one, if there's only got one point zero 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 one percent of chance of breaking getting through and getting there, like, yeah, yeah. why do you do it? And I was kind of going, that's a gambling problem. Know, like it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just kind of going, I just don't know. Like, it's yeah. just who I am, I suppose. It's yeah. just it's the way I express myself, and it's what I love, and it's what 
But they just they were just like, I just don't get it. You paid this huge money to record an album and then... Mm. I have an easy answer for that. I dropped out of college yeah, twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so did I, second time I kicked out of college, but the first time, yeah, I dropped out. Yeah, but, I, uh, I got asked college. why I do this, but I was, <laughs> in fairness, and I, and I literally just gave them the yeah. answer that I'm used to talking rubbish for a living, so... Yeah. <laughs> you know, no arguments there. Talking shite for the fucking rest of the life. Anyway. Perfect. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So... Um, Ian, you done a campaign for this album, actually. I did, yeah. Uh, I did and you raised a go. You had a GoFundMe page set up, and you were ra- you're raising funds, and you had special perks. So tell us, kind of, what made you do that and get the drive going. Um, I suppose I wanted people to be involved with the album. Okay, you know what I mean. So obviously, the more money you pledged, the more you were involved with the album. Like you know what I mean. Like there was one where I didn't give you pledged. I can't remember off the top of my head now. We started last October, but I think if you pledge over a certain amount, I'll come and play in your living room for you or something. You know what I mean? It was all cool things like that. Yeah. If you pay the whole, some thing. people might find it cool, some people might find it freaky. Well, <laughs> accidentally, <laughs> accidentally pledged this. Well, this I mean, he, look, it works more in my favour if you don't want me to come and play in your living room. Just give the money, so whatever you want. I like, suppose, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> I mean, and I think I did one. It was like if you pay the whole. Thing off, I'll give you all my guitar for, it and I'll give you everything. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Jesus, but uh, take the whole package. No, no, no. Think of you like a Fisher Price playing the centre, <laughs> playing all the knobs and dials. Yeah, in, exactly. Like. Yeah. Name, name the album after you if you pay for it. Yeah, like uh, no, just kind of. We did a, a cool video, um, which you can check out on my Facebook as well about the whole campaign, and that actually stayed up on the GoFundMe website for a long time because if you look at people doing funny videos it's only people sitting in front of an iPhone camera mm. going look I'm raising money for this album I want you to get involved but we actually did a proper, oh, yeah, you did a proper feature video for it yeah. Like, yeah yeah and we did one where um, we were going through like some landmarks in Dublin like going around the Guinness f- oh, that yeah, kind of could, area because yeah. to be honest that. we were kind of thinking look we need to get this outside of Ireland like, you know what I mean yeah, that's, yeah. Like, initially that's what you want to be mm. I mean Ireland's only a drop in the ocean compared to being big yeah like yeah. you know what I mean of course but, we but were that looking suited you as well because you're a Dublin head so yeah exactly you know it's coming from you exactly and we, we got loads like we get a went down to the um, Temple Lane Studios with the faces on the wall and oh yeah cool got all those shots in there got a couple of U2 shots Tin Lizzy the Rory Gallagher corner and, yeah, stuff and they're like all that. your influences as well yeah so. like you know what I mean so it was all there like so we went around we got all that footage and it was me giving this big spiel about what it means to me and how much and everything so every word is true man it was it was great, and we raised a lot of money out of it, and um, we surprised the amount of money that came from abroad. That's good. Yeah. Through Facebook sponsored posts. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. Yeah. I did a sponsored post, right? And we did it for Germany, Germany, but we didn't we didn't just type in Germany. We targeted like Munich, and we targeted like Nice, and okay. we targeted you know like we went specifically for towns rather than France, and yes, and like it's huge. Like, you yeah. never reach them. Like yeah. you know, I tell you it will, but it'll never get there. You know. Yeah. 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 And be surprised, many people pledge money like. Wow, well, that's good. Well, uh, that's, that's the support you want. Well, look, I recommend anybody doing it going forward. Yeah. Because what's the worst that happens? Like. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, it was like speaking of the showman again. There's a quote in it: "Something <laughs> terrible happens um, without promotion, and that's nothing." Mm. And it's so yeah. true. Mm. Uh, it, it's, it's as corny as it sounds. It is true. Definitely. Yeah. So um, yeah. You love this film. I do. Yeah. I, I, I have nothing <laughs> better to do with my life. I, I really do. <laughs> Don't yeah, I, I like I, I like musical films, like yeah. yeah. But it was good. But I think Sweeney Todd takes it for me. I think that was uh, yeah. Sweeney Todd's a great one. That, that, that's the horror, isn't it? Well, I wouldn't say it's a horror. It's a musical, but it's like it, well, yeah. kind of musical horror. Well, a little bit, yeah, Dark yeah. musical. Like. Yeah, it's, it's the barber who's a murderer. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. Yeah. 
Well, listen, on that note, um, guys, we can check you out on Facebook, Twitter, and the usual shebangs, can we? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Ian, fires with yours. It's facebook.com forward slash Ian Brennan. Ian with two ends. Okay. Yeah. I know last time we had an end problem. There was a middle end. There was an end you, problem, yeah, so yeah, So you yeah. dropped the middle end. No, well, well, well look, it was just it was becoming a mess there for a while and nobody was getting after the tour, so I just knocked it on the head and just put an extra end at the end of my name. So what happened was, I was just explaining to Jack, I'm sure he <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, when I released my EP initially, it was just Ian Brennan, just yeah. normal. Like. And then there's a famous Ian Brennan who uh, wrote, produced and directed Glee. <laughs> he, had all, he had all these Stiff Grammy awards and stuff like that. And So my music went on the Spotify, went under his name. He has troubles, Jeez. Jack, doesn't he? He has terrible yeah, troubles being compared to a famous I mean? composer. Yeah. From <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And the opening for Aslan, So for all like the millions, for all the millions that listen to my tracks, he got every penny every for Every single one. <laughs> Robbery. Yeah, so anyway, as you said, Facebook, we can get you under Ian, uh, Ian Brennan. Yeah. And we can get you on... Same as Instagram and okay. Twitter. It's all the same, yeah. Forward slash Ian Brennan, yeah. Brilliant. And Jack? Uh, Jack Lee on Facebook and it's Jack Lee Ta on Instagram so just Jack okay. Lee with a T A at the end after the wrestler leader and, uh, no <laughs> I wouldn't do that show my yeah. age there isn't it yeah. <laughs> he's like who's that <laughs> I don't know who it is either yeah right so anyway um, Ian you're going to play out the show for us I am yeah you're I'm going to play yeah. a song from Dalva track called Getaway lovely cool. take it away thanks for coming in lads cheers Chris pleasure Chris thanks very much Your hair was brown And eyes are blue Lips were cold As the rain poured down And I won't go Oh, I can't stay Come with me, we can get away I won't go, I can't stay Come with me, we can get away It's a funny feeling Being by your side It's something I can't Seem to hide That winter's night I saw you first My heart lit up My heart was cursed And I won't go I can't stay
Very Thank nice. You, you can you. catch Ian Brennan in the Secret Garden Cafe in Galway. That's on April 19th. And we, you can also see Jack Lee, who's support. So but get yourselves down there, guys. And you can also see Ian up in Dublin in the big smoke, in the bag it's hutton. And uh, you're there on the 21st of April, that right? That's right, yeah. Perfect. Jack, have you anything else coming up? There's going to be a gig in the Roisin in the next few weeks, uh, opening for my friend Bellew, uh, David Bellew. Okay. Uh, but we're still not sure on dates yet so, okay, so once you know it'll be on okay, Facebook so get you online yeah. alright listen lads thanks to, once again for coming in take it easy and knock them dead tonight and go away huh? thanks so many Chris all the best lads thanks very much Good Chris luck. see you later